Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Welcome to China Jedi Talk, where we interview a broad selection of the human race who spawn from different cities, towns, and villages in and around China and across the world to talk about life, business, love, strife, places, faces, different races, attractions, distractions, goals, and aspirations, creating selections, affections, opportunities, and connections, and as always, shining humor, love, and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you. Can I just say that my questions just like yours are just begun? Can I just say that your questions just like mine are just begun? Cause it was breaking news. Teresa, Teresa, no, I Teresa. I didn't go. I didn't go to work in Britain or America, but I went to these two countries. Many, many times to work. For what reason? <clears throat> You're 30 years old. You moved from your chemical company contracts in Thailand to Australia with your wife, Teresa. Did you stay with the chemical company when you went to Australia? <coughs> yes. It was a very good employer. They have a good system. Although the Germans are very difficult to live with. I'm just being honest. <clears throat> I don't think they mind me saying that. They now know that. Germans are very hard to work with. They fight with each other, against each other, amongst themselves a lot. But they're very <clears throat> kind people, very understanding. And um, you just don't get in a fight with them, that's all. They What's are, Germans got to do with Australia, though, when you arrived in Australia? There are quite a lot of Germans. In your company in Australia? In, in Australia. In each German firm, there would be a German department head, okay. or each department, and the chief will be German. Okay. Unlike an American firm, when they like employing even a local person to be chief. And that person <coughs> um, may report to another country outside of the head office. Now, this is American. But German firms are very centralized. Yeah. German employers are good employers. They really look after the employees. And the German social system is very good. So when you arrived in Australia with Teresa, did you stay in the same place as no, you were working no, for your no, company? No, no, no. We broke up because, well, after four years of marriage, in name. Yes, in name. She was in America, you were in Germany, Thailand. She was in America, I was elsewhere. Yeah. And then we went to, one after another, we went to Australia. She went to Adelaide. Okay. I went to Melbourne. How far are they? I decided that I went to Melbourne because I wanted to attend Melbourne University. Yes, you wanted to do another. I could have gone to Adelaide University to say do the same study, but Adelaide University wasn't wasn't a worldwide recognized institution. 
but that's where she got the job. And yes, I was without at, an interview. <laughs> yeah, without an interview. Yeah. And I was advised when I first arrived in Australia to go to Adelaide because housing is much cheaper. And you can buy your own house. We, we were pretty much uh, penniless, really. Um, <clears throat> but I had some money, but not enough to, you know, to buy a house without a mortgage, for example. And I was advised that uh, you can buy a house at half the price in that. But I decided that I'd go to Melbourne because I wanted to study in the university. There. Well, did you want to study? I, I, I did the business. Again? M I did MBA. How could you do that as well as work your full-time yeah. job with the chemical company? Of course. <clears throat> now, that degree is a two-year degree. It still is. <clears throat> uh, the first year you do part-time, and you attend evening classes, Monday to Friday, I think two, three hours. I was staying in the graduate house, <clears throat> which is uh, just outside the university, and it's for graduate students. And uh, I went to work on foot every morning, over three different parks, and uh, within 20 minutes, I was at work. So it was great, and I could finish work on time. And I think by six o'clock I was in the classroom. <coughs> and the class finished, I think, eight thirty. Okay. And I went back to graduate house, which is next door, for dinner. And you know, did your assignment, and I go to bed about eleven. Yeah, I had no problem. And then the second year had to be done full time. So how full did you time do that? Was only eight months full-time at that time, was, I don't know what it was At that time, it was only eight months, and I had to quit. I had to quit work. You quit your job, yeah, with yeah, the chemical company? Work. Yeah, yeah I had to quit work, yeah. Well, I had to not go to work in order to attend class, because it's daytime. What did your German boss say to that? <clears throat> well, they didn't need me to go to a Melbourne MBA. No, they course. didn't. No. <laughs> so why did you do it? I don't understand. Because <clears throat> for me, Australia is my home country. You wanted to get. A I must have a local qualification. Yeah. Going back, it's not like Hong Kong. When you have a London qualification or a Melbourne qualification, it is recognized there by the employers. If one day I quit, well not I quit, but one day I didn't have a job with this firm and I needed to look for a job in Australia, I will need an Australian qualification. Mm. Okay. Because they don't, they don't care if you had anything else. Something that they don't know, they just don't want to know you. <coughs> that, that's the culture. Did you ever work for the chemical company again after you quit? Yes. You did? So you finished, <laughs> you fini you yes. finished your qualification I, in Melbourne and then yeah, you went back? I went, went to another, I believe, I went to ICI. Do you know ICI? Imperial Chemical 
It's a British, the largest British chemical firm. I worked for ICI in Australia for many years. And then when I came back <coughs> to Hong Kong, I went back to this firm. <laughs> you went back to your previous firm, yeah? <laughs> but not to the firm exactly. I went to a French subsidiary of this firm, which I know quite well. Because when I was a German when I was with the German firm, this was already a subsidiary of the German firm. When I went to Hong Kong, this French firm uh, was available, so I went back to them. They had a heart attack because the French <coughs> people there were used to not being able to speak German to the German bosses. I went there and spoke German with yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I had a long history in this chemical business, and my friends are also in the chemical business. They are still active, and they are still running their own business in Hong Kong and have their facilities in China, all over the place. Chemical is a, is a very diversified mm. field. Yes, indeed. Everything. Everything needs chemicals. And if you are one specialist, you already have your hands full. And chemicals can have a million different applications. Yes. It is a huge area. No one can be such a specialist. Albert, how long how long then when you when you went to America in your early thirties, how long were you in Australia? sorry, not America, Australia, I do apologise. How long were you in Australia for then? Whether working you know, with ICI or going back to the previous uh, continuously. Without going back and forth. Yeah. About twenty years. Wow. So would you say Australia is very much a home for you? Was. 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 But I have left Australia for many years. Over those 20 years, though, Albert, when you were 30 to 50, <coughs> when did you finally separate from Teresa, your huh. first wife? Now, okay. Uh, that's another story. I don't know why you get interested. Is that yours? That, that little string? Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. Is that all right? That's, yeah? just, okay. that's so I can retrace my steps of where to get home from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now it's a it's a sad story, really. It's a sad story, and really, um, we both regretted what we did, and in everything that we did. We it wasn't for Teresa. You wouldn't have gone to Australia. That's right. So, so that's we, right. Yeah. Now I, uh, no, that's uh, not what I was not what I was referring to. Um, she decided that we should get married, and we shouldn't have. Now, uh, after that, we uh, were in Hong Kong together for only three months. Mm. After Mary, and she went to America. We um, never got together again other than you know, visiting each other for four years. 
Oh, we did. Well, she came to uh, she came to uh, Germany uh, when she finished studying and stayed for a while, quite a few months. And I did go to America several times when I was in Germany. I told you we we yeah. flew LL. Yeah. We flew uh, <laughs> Icelandic. I don't know. These airlines are still there. Okay. Um. Um. When you got to Australia, though, she was in Adelaide, you were in Melbourne, and it kind of just dissolved away. That's right. Okay, and you That's got right. divorced. Because it's a new world, a new career, yeah. and new relationships. Um, we knew um, there's no prospect uh, in the immediate future that we'll be get back, getting back together. Because her job, her career is there, yeah. and I would never end up there because it's a small city. In Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. How far is Adelaide? I, I'm in business. Adelaide I'll, to Melbourne, how far oh, is that? Um, that is a long... 800 kilometers. That's a long pause. Okay, so you have to fly? Yeah, you have to fly. Yeah. You can fly, you can drive. Anyway, so I will take about um, um, 13, 14 hours. A relationship based on practicality and business, perhaps, prospects as opposed to love, of course, I would say would, would not last. And so that fizzled out. But you stayed in touch with her or did you not over those 20 years uh, in Australia? No, we um, lost touch. Right, you lost touch. Of course. We lost touch until... <coughs> One day in Sydney, I lived in Melbourne. I lived in Melbourne four years. I lived in Melbourne four years. I lived in Sydney for ten years. In Sydney, I had uh, a girlfriend. She's English. Where was she from? In England. <laughs> Margate. 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 You know Margate. Where's Margate? I went to Margate with her. Where's Margate? Uh, Essex. Yeah, the Essex. Essex, what? You're so funny. Oh, you're from Essex. <laughs> so you went out with an Essex girl. <laughs> yeah. How long? How long did that last? Oh, you didn't uh, get married, did you? Have? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. In Australia, uh, you don't get married. Oh, yeah, that's right. No need. You don't get married. No need for that. Yeah. No need. If you live together for two years, that means marriage. Everything is. But legally, you're married. If you live together, it will cohabit for two years. You're legally Legally, married? you're married. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't with her for two years? No. Less. Okay. Okay, now. Uh, we were in a shopping centre. With your Essex girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Amy... What was uh, her name, by the way? Wendy. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wendy from Essex. Her original name is uh, Johnson. She married twice already in when her thirties. Okay. In her thirties, she already married twice. And you bumped her into Teresa. Husband, her name is Johnson. And then her husband then uh, was Ryan. And he was uh, uh, IRA. Wow. Uh, Irish. Revolutionary Army. Yeah, uh, Albert, let's steer back. So you're in this shopping 
place with Wendy and you bumped into you bumped I, into, I bumped Teresa. into Teresa's sister. Okay. She was working for City Corp in Sydney. And City Corp of course is uh, you know, we know City Corp quite well. She told you about Teresa. And and uh, well, I knew her quite well, so um, she went to England uh, to study nursing. I forgot. I forgot. This I, is Teresa's sister. I can't remember sister. her name now. Yeah, Teresa's sister. She went to England to study nursing, but she finally did not like uh, to be a nurse. So somehow she ended up in Sydney, uh, and she was working for City Corp. Yeah, the nurse to City Corp. There you go. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. a story in itself. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and she told uh, her sister that I was in Sydney. She didn't know I was in Sydney, of course, I was in Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. And you don't believe this. She flew from Adelaide to Sydney mm. and landed at my doorstep. No. Straight away. Yeah. So. Teresa Much landed to my regret, because you can't do that. Not in Australia, anyway. You know, so it you disturbs my life. Well, yeah. So <laughs> that, so that, so on the basis of that, that with, with a, a suitcase, suitcase. Oh, and a fluffy toilet seat. <laughs> but but after that, then that stopped. That was finished. No, um, no, no, no. Actually, I am very versatile. How are you? I did ask her to. Stay with Go you home. and Wendy. No. <laughs> Go home to her sister's place. Yeah. Which was a distance. Yeah. Um, but I did go tell her to go and I'm not driving her, she has to get a taxi. And that's it. But we remain friends. She came to Sydney a lot afterward after that. And you know, we visited each other several times. As friends. As friends. Yeah, okay. And I went out to eat with her, you know, too, as friends. Are you still Because I'm, I'm, I, we can still be friends because we will never, we never yeah. had a row. Yeah. We never had a fight. Yeah. We just separated. Do you we, see? Yeah. We yeah. were, we were man and wife. So, we were not enemies. So, yeah. I, I didn't find her, uh, Objectionable. Yeah. Okay. Objectionable. Yeah. Do you, but you you don't stay in touch with her now, do you? Pardon? Now you're not in touch with no, her. No, 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 no. Um, listen, listen. I even went on a cruise with her on the Viking Sun. As you do. You know, like the Viking Sun. Viking Sky uh, caught. Um, uh, got onto a rock. It's a Swedish. Uh, it's a Norwegian cruise. cruise. Scandinavia. Yes, yeah, Scandinavia. Yeah. From Australia. Just, just a few. No, no. Just on. Just on. Just a few weeks ago, the white, the Viking. We went on the Viking Sun. The, I think it's the Viking Sea that got um, stranded. Stranded. Uh, stranded in Norway. Just a few weeks ago, okay. And and the passengers had to be airlifted out of the ship. Did you not see the news? No, but but what you're saying is, when you were in Australia, you went with Teresa yeah. on a Viking, on a Viking to Scandinavia. Uh, not to Scandinavia, from 
the Viking Sun we got on for two weeks and we went from Sydney to um, <coughs> uh, New Zealand Fiji Vanatua Rukarova uh, and Numia and New Caledonia not bad eh? Mm -hmm. We went on a cruise for two weeks to all these South Pacific Islands. Mark, this is when you were. This is when you weren't with Wendy, I take it. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, no, we no. it's finished. Then. Already, already over. I was alone. I was by myself. Okay. We, I and my ex-wife went on a cruise like that to show that we are still friends. Uh, but you weren't married still. You, no, you I, I wasn't married. So, uh, uh, Neither was she. Let's take. She was divorced. Oh, she got remarried again. Okay. She got she remarried twice, I think. I never asked her, she never said, but I yeah, yeah. I get that. She remarried twice and still still was divorced. <laughs> amazing. Take yes, this is amazing. amazing. Taking your twenty years in Australia mm. around, culturally, what was it that you fell in love with with Australia? Because clearly twenty years in a country must change you. Give me, give me a snapshot of, you know, you talked about Thailand and Germany. What's Australia mean to you? I was in love with Australia, that's correct. Uh, no, I am not now. Maybe, maybe too much uh, remembrance. Now I'm not in love with Australia. Now if I, if my son goes overseas to study, we may not go to Australia. Okay, now. I focus on when you were there. I between like and Australia very much. Then, even now I don't hate it. Only I like it less. But Australia has changed. Mm. It has changed a lot since I was there. But what were you, did you fall in love As with? As an example. Oh, I can tell you that too. What did you fall in love with? Okay. <coughs> It was like heaven. It was paradise. Yeah. The people <coughs> were kind, friendly, warm, sincere. The climate, the weather was good. It's got everything. And um, <coughs> work is plentiful. And uh, there's the outdoor living, which is great. And yeah. food is, is is plentiful and fresh and everything was fine. The living was very comfortable. Back to the point I was making. In those days <coughs> there were nudist teachers. Nudist? Nudist speeches. Oh, speeches. Oh, wonderful. Speeches. Nudist speeches. Did you... Uh, in Sydney. Did you go Cocos. to them a lot, did you? Yeah. It was one of my favourite pastimes. Uh, but when you go to a nudist speech, you have to also be nude, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. You are not to wear anything if you ever turn up on a nudist speech. You must be completely nude, just what? like everybody else. What happens or if you're you will be um, chased out? 
I don't know what can happen to <laughs> that you. That just doesn't happen. Put on clothes. Ah, no, you can't do that. That was then. Uh, in uh, Queensland, right on the Gold Coast and uh, further down, um, you have new beaches with nobody in sight. Maybe you see somebody coming in. Maybe there's nobody, and the beach is as far as the eye can see, mm. and the water is so crystal blue. The sand is pure white, and there's not a soul on it. And it's about half an hour drive from the Gold Coast. Now, now <coughs> you go to Sydney. I don't know if there's still a nudist beach. I don't think so. And if there is one, don't go there. Yeah. Because it's all perverts. Yes. <laughs> can't imagine a place that can change so much, so well, quickly. Well, I mean, look, even look at where we are now in Juhai, it's changing so quick now, I mean... So, um, cha they change so much, so quickly. Mm. I, uh, and, for example, in those days, Young girls in Sydney can go to work without wearing a bra and just a very skinny, tight knit sweater on top. And no one would look at you or say a word. Uh -huh. You can go to work like that. And. So, Albert, what, on what, the what? highway. What, sorry, what, what what year are we in now? Because you're so old, it's 80s. difficult to... In the eight, early 80s, yeah. Okay, yeah. And? What you... uh, on the way to work, <coughs> driving along a freeway at 80 kilometers, kilometers, and it's traffic all the way, you... And on the one side is, uh, you know, residential, and the other side is uh, the beach. This is Melbourne. This is Melbourne. Mm. You can see a young girl, topless, standing on the side strip, trying to cross the road. Uh -huh. And she's not afraid of this whole line of traffic. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. That in those days, this is nothing. She's trying to cross the road, topless. She just sunbaked on the beach, and she's not going home to get dressed to go to work. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, the culture is just that was the culture. Right. Yeah. Now just let it all out. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. But now I'm sure it has changed a lot. <laughs> Yeah. So, Albert, from good to worse, yeah, mm. I'm sure we'd agree. <laughs> Albert, 20 years in Australia, what, what then brought you back to, uh, kind of to China? Because we're in Zhuhai now, so mm. you, you were in Australia for a long time. I guess you got an Australian passport, mm. yeah. 
you found your home in Australia and like you said it was paradise in the beginning it's changed a lot now but what brought you back to China and how many times have you been married I was married then yeah you to Teresa and now I'm married to this woman yeah That's so it. twice yeah, yeah yeah so tell us what we are a very good relation yeah and I want to go into that so segue into that so what brought you back from Australia you saying in business you started to do more work with Hong Kong again and Australia father. Alright, your father comes back in. Tell us about that. My father. Uh, came home. And How uh, old was he? About this he time? He was, um, I don't know. He was um, uh, 70, 80. Had he come to visit you in Australia? Yeah, I think, yeah, yes, he did. Because you said earlier in the previous podcast, yeah, he changed yeah. his... Yeah, he came to Australia. Yeah. He came to Sydney. Did yeah. he like it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he is... Um, he loves to eat. He's a great eater. He loves... Yes. He loves to eat because... Well, he, like you when you were young. Yeah. He, because he, he, he raised the geese, you know. Yeah. So he's a, he's a great eater. He's a great cook. Yeah. Right? yeah. At home, he used to, he, he left to cook for us. When he was around, when, yeah, he, when he was When he had time, yeah. he would cook uh, pork chop uh, on, uh, on rice with, uh, uh, put under the oven with cheese and tomato on Cheese top. and tomato? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Really? yeah. That's not very Chinese. <laughs> he makes, he, no. He <laughs> <laughs> makes a dish this big, like, uh, well, for so many like kids. Ten, yeah. Like Italian uh, spaghetti, you know, but but um, uh, uh, bolognese, you know, brilliant, <laughs> bolognese, <laughs> like that. Yeah, wow. This big, okay. Now, when he came to Australia, he was thrilled. He said the pork is of the quality that you just won't get in China. The pork quality is so good, and the fish is. The fish in Australia, it's got, well, it is, it is, there's no doubt about that. Chinese food tastes better in Australia than in here. It's true. Because the food itself, the raw material is good. And he reckons um, the water. Here, you can't drink on out of tap. It's not in Hong Kong either. But in Australia, you drink out of tap, and he reckons the water. What's good? You may have a point. Yeah, he, he yeah. reckons Australia is heaven. He reckons. Yeah, he loves it. So you came, you started to come back because your father was getting old. And uh, more than that, a, a few other things I can't remember, but there, he was one reason. Um, <clears throat> um, I had enough of Australia. I went from Sydney to Gold Coast, Brisbane, and I was there back and forth Hong Kong for a few years before I came back to Hong Kong. And you were working with the original chemical company uh, or ICI? I was working uh, for a while, yeah, but um, uh, when I was going back and forth, I was um, <coughs> doing uh, project work and um, and I was helping out friends who needed my help. 
because all my friends are specialists. They, so specialize, they specialize in their own field. They're more like scientists. But were you working with the original Nazi chemical company anymore or not? No, or not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. Brought, not anymore. Did you have your own company? Or? Uh, no, no. I Just doing freelance work? I'm sick of working. I was sick of working. I didn't want to sick go to work. Sick of working, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to go to work anymore. You were procrastinating. Uh, I wanted to have a break. Yeah, well, don't we all? And I wanted to... Um, uh, have my life back. I find work to be very engaging, over dominating. I can't yes. live a life while I'm working because the stress, the. You know, you don't stop working. You, you reckon you stop, you know, go home? Oh, it doesn't no, stop. It's you a, don't. It's a big con. The whole work thing's a con, I have to say. We we need you to do, start working. We there's need to do no more stopping. of this and less of that. Yeah. There, there's no stopping. To, you go it, to it work stops. and that's your life, man. There, yeah. There's no stopping. Yeah. Okay, so you took some time out working for friends. And I go back on Sunday because the messages from overseas are there already. And if you wait till Monday, mm -hmm. you are really late. This is when you, you started to go back to Hong Kong? Everywhere is the same. Often, <coughs> you start working even Sunday. Oh, you yeah, go okay, back to the, the office. Time that, yeah, okay. You go back to the office and you look up all these messages. Yeah. And you deal with them before Monday morning. Yeah, Albert, forget about I mean, work this now. Is work. Go, you're going back to Hong Kong to help you to look after your, to dad, your dad, to see your dad. Uh, to help with my friends as well, because we worked together for a long time. Because I worked in Hong Kong for over a year in 1990. That's right. In 1990, I was working in Hong Kong for over a year. That's when England got to the semi-finals of the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and we never this is a long ah I wanted to talk about that one no no but we must focus on that <laughs> so you went back to Hong Kong okay. Albert and okay. I was working there for over a year and I had many friends who already were established <clears throat> in Hong Kong they were all from Canada Australia America they were all specialists and um, I am, I have always been their um, support when it comes to finance, legal, corporate issues. They are more marketers and uh, scientists. They know their products. They know their markets, yeah. but they can't handle corporate issues. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of corporate issues, many court battles, and they needed <coughs> this type of person yeah, your, to your deal with the corporate, legal, yeah. financial side of good business. Fit, good yeah. fit. So there's, there's, there's a lot of work. So I came back often 
to help out when they have a legal suit or um, they have an insurance fight. But you didn't have a company, you just no, kind of helped no, them no, and they would no, they would no. pay you as a Yeah Yeah, yes, just yes. in some way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, money is it's not an issue. Yeah. You gotta win. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get something done. You can't leave those things, you know, you can't. Because it will sit in the books and you won't be able to get to a bank. The banks are very sensitive with these corporate issues. Mm. The bank lend you the money, you know, a lot of money for you to run the company, for you to invest in plants, the research and whatever, new products, whatever. The bank lends you money at great risk. The last thing the bank wants to know is that you've got an insurance claim on you which can bust you. Mm. Somebody complains about like these big drug firms. If somebody complains about your 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 drug product, you can be up for billions. <coughs> Banks don't like you having a legal claim sitting on the books because it could mean a lot of legal fees, even if you win. But it could mean a tremendous loss of um, market share because what you're fighting about could mean that you can't do business in a certain area. So you've got to sort out all those things right from the start and you've got to convince the bank that you're okay. That you've got everything there and it's just a matter of time and you sort it out. And you've got to promise the bank. They can't do that. You need somebody who knows what's going on, how to handle this, to convince the bank. The bank will send out the legal team to talk to you to find out what problem you've got and how long it's going to take to resolve it and what's the consequence before he will sign up again for the next cash. Abbott, funds. while you were doing this for your friends and your contacts that you built up over the years, what was it that then made you make the move back from Australia? I was moving back, I mean going back and forth. Yeah. Life was good there, but there's work here. Right. Yes. I wasn't going to work. It means I wasn't going to go to work regularly. It doesn't mean that you stop working because you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't stop working. We're, we're all on the hamster wheel. You can't get off the hamster wheel. <laughs> you can't stop working, man. You can talk about stopping to work, but you can't stop working because there will always be work. But this type of work is different. It's on a project basis. Yeah, a consultancy work. Yeah. It's not a regular, non-stop. Yeah, full time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, full time is twenty four bloody hours. So the yeah. money was coming in from the <coughs> Hong Kong. So you decided your dad was getting ill. Money was never an issue because you deal with all those things. Nobody is going to to say, "Ah, oh, you got money problem, eh?" We don't have money problem. <laughs> so you moved back to Hong Kong full time in the early nineties. Is that am I right? No, in saying no, that? no. I was there full-time for over a year, in 1990. Yeah. Yeah. And then when did you leave Australia then? 
Oh, I did not quite leave. I was going back and forth. Until, Where was your home? Until the last two years. I was going back and forth to Australia and a lot of other countries. Asia, America, I'm going back and forth a lot. On business, doing on these business consultancies? On, on pleasure, on business, on visiting friends who have business. So off the business front, because it is a bit businessy, when, when was it that you met your wife, who you then had your son with, um, who today yeah, is well. a teenager? What, 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 tell us about this. When did that happen? So my, my wife here. Yeah. I met her. Yeah, well, the son is 15 years old, so I met her maybe uh, seven years ago, 17 years ago. Okay, so I have my, do my maths. So now mm. we're in 2019 to mm. so 2002. Would, okay. would be, yeah, would be uh, 2000. And yes. again, you were in Hong Kong, Australia, going yeah, around yeah, the world? Yeah, 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 yeah. So did you meet her at in... At that Ju- time, I was going mostly to America at that time. When I met Amanda, her name is Amanda. Amanda. I gave her this name. Yeah. But did you meet her in Hong Kong? No, or? in in Zhuhai. In okay. So why why on I, earth I did met, you come to Zhuhai? I Juhai? met her when I was most busy with America. Yeah, I went to America the most. The time I met her, a lot of times she had to uh, find me in America. Yeah. Why did you come to Zhuhai, Albert? What was because just out of curiosity? Nothing. Not absolutely nothing. No reason. I was going to Shenzhen because that's where actually is. I was going to Shenzhen. But then, <coughs> Zhuhai was close to Macau and Macau was starting to get busy because um, uh, Macau in uh, 1999 The early 2000s, yeah. yeah. Went back to uh, China. To China. And before then, Macau was starting to get busy because China is starting to to make moves there, make investments and getting ready for the um, casinos to expand. So Macau was getting busy. And I was going to Macau. And then because this is just over the border, so it was Hanin from Macau to come to, 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 come to Zhuhai. Uh, I went to Macau because my friends were looking at uh, doing business with the casino. Right. The casinos, when they were getting built, they require a lot of uh, logistical support. Uh, it's not, it's not um, like building just a hotel or a building. A casino is a... Uh, Huge complex. Yeah, it's got. It's like a city. Yeah, uh, it is. Like it is a city. city. Yeah, it is like a yeah. city. A casino resort. This American style is like a city. It's got thousands of rooms, tens of thousands yeah. of employees, and very high tech. Very very high tech. Um, um, they need a lot of um, logistical support. Uh, but that's how they call it. Yeah. Not just in the construction side, but also in the uh, the financial, the um, everything, uh, supply side. So 
So we were standing very busy in Macau, and when I was coming here more often, and then it's easy to cross over. And at that time, Kiu High was, was like a little village. It was very undeveloped. Nothing like here, nothing like right now. Far from it. At that time, the price of an apartment was 2,000 renminbi. Per square meter. <laughs> A meter, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Amanda had uh, her flat um, uh, for 17 years now. Her flat is 17 years old. She paid uh, less than 2,000 RMB per meter. Ah, but what, what was the <coughs> reason when you were in Macau, Hong Kong, Macau? Why did you want to go to Zhuhai? Was it this, you know, in the early 2000s, this just place where you could... Out of curiosity. So cheap, out of curiosity, yeah. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Like a, There's nothing here. Like a cowboy in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came with my mother. She, oh, she took me here. My mother knew Zhuhai. She took me here. How did she know The Zhuhai? first time. The first time. I came to Zhuhai. I came with my mother. How did she, she know took Zhuhai, me Zhuhai there? I don't know. <laughs> she brought me to Zhuhai. That's right. How she got to know Zhuhai, I have no idea. She brought me here. That's right. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you.